0: Hello and welcome to Affliction Surecoded, a podcast where we sure-code some of the world's so-called afflictions and rate their plausibility on a scale of one to five. I'm Minnie Kim, and today we will be sure-coding milestones. So today is the tenth episode of Affliction Sure-Coded, and I would first like to thank everyone for even listening to this shabby podcast started by a teenager who just wants attention. I must mention that this is a huge milestone for me, and although I know milestones are cringe, it's still a thing. Granted, it's it's not really a big milestone to hit 10 podcasts. I mean, if you look at all the other podcasts they're on their 1,000th, 2000s, oh my God, it's a long way to go, but you know, I'm still young. I can still make it. I honestly don't know how people even calculate milestones. It's mostly the hundredth something, or thousands, thousands, oh my god, I can't even pronounce that word, something, or five years of something, etc. Maybe the number looks good, it's, it's even-ish, and it has a lot of zeros. I think I think that's the main reason why people use them as milestones, but, you know, who knows. Other times, getting married or graduating four years of grueling education, i.e., college, uh, high school as well, I guess, middle school, three years, still the worst part of my entire life. So it's fine. So according to Oxford Dictionary, which is, as we all know, the most trusted dictionary in the world, and comes close to Cambridge Dictionary, its other counterpart of the two good things about the UK, which, oh my god, I can't believe I even managed to find two good things about the UK. But uh, let's not go that direction. A stone set up beside a road to mark the distance in miles to a particular place. Now, first of all, that sounds a bit odd, given the context of this podcast. I don't think that really matches it, so good for me. I found the second def- de- definition an action or event making a significant change or stage in development. That sounds a bit more right. If you see the chart on the frequency of this word's use, you can see that there has been a substantial increase in the last few decades. I think we owe that fact to the millennial and Gen Z generation's obsession over figurative language, but you get the point. Milestones are not your ordinary days. I personally don't have a lot of milestones because I am young and I don't really commemorate a lot of things because they're cringe and cliche and I already see a lot of them on YouTube and I don't want to be that person doing that stuff. So yeah, that's generally the reason. Elementary graduation was quite chaotic. I guess that's a milestone and hectic, so much so that remembering everything is a struggle. It's been about a few years since my graduation from elementary school, and people are thinking, wow, this guy's really a baby. Yes, I am. Like, you haven't seen me. I'm a baby. Uh, I remember crying my eyes out because I wasn't a valedictorian. I mean, to be fair, I did just go to six months of that school before graduating elementary school, so Like, give me a break, guys. To be honest, I didn't really care much about grades at that time. I got a B on my my math grade for my final math grade. I got an F for one of those tests, but I took a retest and somehow managed to get it up to a D minus, which I know it's still not impressive, but at least I got the lowest score of my life thing out of my way. Uh, It was foolish of me to expect the high grade point average without (laughs) actually trying that hard in the class. I mean, come on. Practice makes close to perfect. Not perfect. Perfect's impossible. I don't like perfect. Close to perfect. Other than that, I'm not really sure what milestones I've been through. I feel like that word needs... A momentous event to slot in the position. I can't randomly put in my first day in school after the summer break. Oh my god, it was so good. First, anything like that? No, I need to remember it. I need to cherish it forever. That is the kind of pressure that words like milestone give us. And yes, I am probably going a little too aboard uh, abroad. Oh my God, overboard with this. Sorry, it's 10 pm right now. I'm not functioning well. Um Yeah, they deserve way more than a silly graduation that I'll probably forget in a few years. They need a more significant event, something that'll be ingrained in my heart, my mind, my brain, every part of me except some parts. I'm rambling at this point, but you know what I mean. Milestones, big deal. You don't want to waste it. That's a simple explanation of like what essentially that rambling boils down to. So I was asking people about milestones, because that's what I usually do before I write something. I ask for people's opinions. Most of the time, they're not good, so I don't use it. And the same thing happened to my sister. She said an idea. It wasn't really that good. She said about how milestones can be reversed, uh, granted, it might be better than mine, but I don't, I'm not really the kind of person to admit that some people are better than me, so, yeah, I just ignore that. But then, that actually gave me a pretty good idea. For those of you who don't know, the Pinocchio paradox is basically when it asks, if Pinocchio says, my nose grows now, w- will his nose actually grow? That's that's basically the paradox. And here's the thing. Uh, here's my take and my logic on this. If you say that... If I say right now, right here, right now, that the Earth will end 50 years later because of aliens, because we look so tasty, most people, when given the chance, choice to choose between a truth or a lie, they would say... Why? Because A, it's unlikely. B, it seems very untrue in a very weird way. Because, I mean, who would even want to be eaten by aliens? That's kind of the thing that we all assume. If it's bad, we say it's bad. That's generally how things go when we give a verdict for whether we should enjoy something or not. Whether it will actually happen or not. The virtual reality of something is essentially decided by whether people would like it or not I think that's that's generally what happens right and here's the thing if we, to be honest that could be the truth 50 years from now on aliens would come could come and eat us and destroy humanity as we know it we don't know that so I think Pinocchio's nose is not vain, selfish, nor self-important, like me, enough to say that, to rule out every single possibility. I think it's wrong to say that Pinocchio's nose will be that vain to say that, oh, this won't happen, so your nose will grow. I guess, in truth, there's a lot more to this. I am... Very curious about what other people have said about this, but in the end I think it'll be neck and neck because, I mean, it's literally a paradox that has no answer. I personally believe that it has no answer, but I'm just going to give the benefit of the doubt to Pinocchio's nose and say that you're not selfish enough nor self-important enough to say that you can ever rule out this possibility. So yeah, I don't think it will grow. That is my take on the Pinocchio Paradox. Obviously, you will disagree, because who doesn't like disagreeing? So if you do disagree, make sure to answer why. In either the email that I'm going to tell you later, or I don't know, any review. Because I am pretty interested in this stuff. Okay, now back to milestones. Actually, speaking of cringe, it just made me think of a little conversation I had with a friend of mine. Essentially, the conversation boiled down to how everything in the end is cringe, but as long as it's true, it's not cringe. It's kind of like a flirtatious thing. Um, yeah, this whole thing is cringe. But then, what isn't, guys? YouTube, TikTok, and I'm not really publicly framing anything, but come on, they're all cringe in one way, but we like it anyway. So we just agree and come to a consensus as a society that it isn't cringe and we actually enjoy it. There are only some movies in the world that are not cringe and those movies have rarely been watched. That's like what makes them not cringe. In a way, everything is cringe. But then, what's the point in talking about that, right? So, moving on. Another problem is that after the milestone, everything seems very insignificant. After you graduate college, sure, I think that that day will feel absolutely amazing. But that doesn't mean that the day after will give you the same feeling. I actually imagine that I will feel hopeless or vain. Unfortunately, that's what I imagine. That doesn't mean it's going to materialize in real life, but the imagination can bully so much. It can threaten the very essence of the human brain. And trust me, I've gone through that. It is awful. Sugarcoating this is very easy. You just plug in what is intuitive and say that milestone. Say that milestone gives you so much pride and joy, something that you will never feel again in a lifetime. When you marry the person you really love and you want to spend the rest of your life together, I think that is worthy of a milestone. But since I am a person who has to do everything the hard way, let's take another approach. Milestones do not have to be that hard. They don't have to be that hard. It could be the first time you actually felt calm. The first time you made the right decision with your significant other, etc. Like they say, there's a first time for everything. I'm not saying that you should pride yourself over the fact that you learned a word. For example, if you learn the word defenestrate, which I did when I was in like fourth grade or something... Yeah, it's good. Yeah, but that isn't a milestone. I don't really use that word anymore. That was just the first word that popped popped into my mind. I'm not saying that you should A, prider yourself over meaningless things that you know and everyone else knows, but who knows? That thing might be meaningful. You do you. And but you try to diminish the value of milestones. Rather than hanging onto the precipice of milestones as your only source of happiness, try to find pleasure in daily life. Have a good cup of coffee. If you don't drink coffee, have a nice snack. Observe, analyze, and feel. It's hard, and it's cliche. The morale of enjoying daily life is almost impossible. That's what makes it so generic. But someone in the world did. I've been lacking in pathos. I hit a milestone once I gave a sure-coding a 5. It was a video way back. It felt good, but this one isn't a milestone. This is just being me. So a little letter to yourself. You find joy from your family and friends. They help you, and they make you laugh, sometimes even more than you make yourself laugh. You enjoy yourself, and you don't need 10 milestones to make you happy. And this thing you're doing about trying to make everything not cringe, you gotta admit that everything you do is cringe, so stop trying in the first place. And this thing you're doing... About trying not to give anything a five because it doesn't satisfy you. That's BS. Because as I'm writing this, I am satisfied. This is satiable. Just remember that every time you walk into those doors, when you walk into school, when you walk into work, I think that suffice. If not, it'll have to. I give the share coding of milestones a five. This podcast was written and produced by me, Minnie Kim. If you have any comments or reviews, please feel free to write any and all thoughts on your podcast reviews. If you would like to suggest an affliction for me to share a code, please email me via afflictionsharecoded at gmail.com. Again, that's afflictionsharecoded at gmail.com. Again, I would like to <laughs> end this podcast with the Pinocchio Paradox again, because that will never not be interesting enough. What do you think will pinocchio's nose grow or do you have another very weird take on this issue i'd love to hear it okay until then yeah chill i'll be here next month